Okay, friends, so today we are reading from the five-minute Disney Pixar stories book. One, two, three, four, five, six. This is the sixth story in the book, and it is called Ratatouille, A Delicious Duo. It was written by Lauren Kloss, and it's read today by Mommy and Mayor Humdinger. Mayor Humdinger. Oh, dear. Will you be nice, Mayor Humdinger? <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> then let's read our story. But before we get started, we should give our patron shout out. Friends, we have great people out there who love to support us and keep the stories coming and they're helping us so that we can do that. And so we want to give our shout out today. Do you remember the names? Here, I'll whisper it. Madeline Lucas. Madeline and Lucas. Thanks, guys, for your support and your mommy for reaching out and, and giving us all the help we need to get these stories coming to you every single day. And friends, if you also would like to support us, you can go to Patreon slash Storytime with Philip and Mommy and sign up to support us. And then we'll give you a shout out too. And you can also say, hey, I'd like to hear these kinds of stories and I'm curious about this or that. And we will talk with you. So it's cool stuff, Patreon, way fun. So that being said, let us tell the story of Ratatouille, a delicious duo. Ready? Okay. Alfredo Linguini walked into his restaurant one morning to the smell of a delicious mushroom and cheese omelet. He entered the kitchen to find his friend Remy cooking up a wonderful breakfast for the two of them. What a great surprise! This looks really good, Linguini said happily. As they ate, Remy noticed his friend was quieter than usual. He nudged Linguini's elbow and gave him a worried look. Linguini sighed. Oh, it's nothing. It's just that this breakfast surprise reminded me that today's Colette's birthday and I have no idea what to get her. Maybe some flowers or a hat or... Remy shook his head and ran over to the stove. He thought that he and Linguini could make Colette a nice meal for her birthday. So he pretended to cook an omelet to try to make Linguini understand. But Linguini did not understand. Yeah, yeah, I already said the food was great, he said. Remy abandoned the empty frying pan and instead picked up his favorite cookbook and tried to bring it to the table. But the book slipped from his paws and fell to the ground with a loud thud. Whoa! Linguini jumped up from the table to see what had happened. Hey, this book gave me an idea. I can cook her something. I bet she'd love that. Remy sighed with relief, glad that Rim Linguini had figured out the perfect birthday plan. Linguini flipped through the cookbook, shaking his head at all the fancy recipes. Finally, he landed on something he thought even he could cook. Scoglio, a seafood pasta. What about this? Linguini asked his friend. Remy nodded enthusiastically and began running around the kitchen collecting the ingredients they'd need to make the dish. Whatever he didn't find in the kitchen, Linguini 
wrote down on a piece of paper to take to the supermarket and fish market. Linguini also added a note to get flowers. He thought that was a pretty good idea too. Once Linguini had the final list, he headed for the door. Thanks for your help, little chef. I'll be back soon. But Remy jumped up onto his ladder, trying to stop Linguini before he could leave. Linguini shook his head. Look, I, I appreciate all your help making this list and getting ingredients, but since this is my special gift from me to Colette, I uh, think I want to do this on my own. But when he got to the supermarket, he looked at the list and saw there were 10 ingredients needed just for the pasta sauce. With a sigh, Linguini headed down the closest aisle and saw the aisle had tons of pre-made jars of pasta sauce. He knew Remy would never approve, but with so little time, he grabbed a sauce that looked like the recipe picture and moved on. Next on the list was vegetables. He remembered that the cookbook instructions listed steps for chopping and dicing and spiralizing, so he was happy to find a freezer full of pre-cut veggies. Linguini grabbed some bags and headed for the checkout line. After the supermarket, Linguini headed for the fish market and flower stand by the river. The list said to buy fresh fish and provided a few options, mussels, scallops, shrimp. But while Linguini was deciding, he spotted a sign advertising live lobsters. That's as fresh as fish can get, Linguini thought. Minutes later, he had bought the largest lobster at the fish market, quickly grabbed a bouquet of flowers and was on his way. Oh my goodness, I'm so afraid of what's going to happen. Mommy has um, had has had to cook something similar to this. And making lobster, friends, is not for the faint of heart. It is not an easy thing to do. And some people, like Mommy, couldn't do it. Okay. <clears throat> when Linguini returned to the restaurant, Remy was shocked to see that he'd hardly followed the list at all pre-made sauce, frozen vegetables, and a live lobster. <sighs> but Remy knew that a good chef can make a great meal out of any ingredients. So he hopped up on the counter and began to organize and came up with a revised dinner plan. Whoa, 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 what are you, what are you doing? Linguini asked when he noticed Remy about to open a bag of frozen veggies. I've got it from here. Why don't you sit down and uh, relax? Linguini quickly got to work on the meal. He sliced bread and put it in the oven. He put the lobster and some water in a pot on the stove and began heating the veggies in the pasta sauce. Half an hour into cooking, Linguini was a little surprised everything was going so smoothly. That was until he turned around to see Remy testing the sauce. Little chef, Linguini exclaimed, have you been helping this whole time? Remy nodded. Linguini held out his hand and Remy hopped onto his palm. I know you're just trying to help, but I really want to do this by myself. It's a special gift from me to Colette, you know? I just, I want to try. 
Rem, understanding, Remy headed to, out the kitchen door. Linguini was trying to do something from the heart, and Remy wanted to let his friend do just that. With Remy gone, Linguini tried his best to pay extra close attention to what he was doing, but things quickly fell apart. After only 10 minutes, the bread was burnt, the lobster was still swimming around because he'd forgotten to actually turn on the stove, and he realized he didn't buy the right pasta. Just when Linguini thought things couldn't get any worse, the sauce exploded all over the kitchen. Linguini sank to the floor and called for his friend. Little chef! Remy ran into the kitchen and sat down next to Linguini. I'm sorry, pal. I wanted this gift to be from me to her, but I think we'll create something even more special together. Would you help me finish cooking? Colette deserves a great meal on her birthday, and I know with your help, we can make one. Remy got up and began ran running around the kitchen looking for anything he could to save the sauce explosion. Then he started flipping through the cookbook, searching for a different recipe. Eventually, Remy found something they could make together, using what Linguini had left from the store and what Remy had <laughs> in the restaurant. And yes, friends, you can kind of see in the pictures, um, they are working together. And it does look a lot better now, doesn't it? Yeah. They, they did make a big mess, though, on the page beforehand. And again, I will also post these pictures on my Instagram. So if you don't have this book, you can kind of see what I'm talking about. Okay. Alrighty, he hopped on Linguini's head to get to work. But first, he and Linguini moved the lobster back into its tank. They'd set the little guy free later. That's a much better choice than trying what, to make what, that to what, happen. <laughs> what tank? Oh, they must have. Uh, sometimes at restaurants, especially restaurants that specialize in seafood, they have a big fish tank. And I'm gonna guess that that's what they did with this guy. Just as they finished cooking, Colette arrived at the restaurant. Linguini led her to a table where Remy had set the food and the flowers. Linguini by Linguini and little chef, he announced proudly. This food smells amazing, she exclaimed, smiling. And how do you know this was my favorite pasta growing up? And flowers, too. Linguini and Remy shared a knowing look. I had a bit of help. Linguini chuckled. Happy birthday, Colette. And that, friends, is... <laughs> or just the end. Poopy. Oh, boy. Poopy. <laughs>